0: And now, here's a word from the Lord. Matthew chapter 8, verses 1 through 4. When he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately... His leprosy was cleansed and Jesus saith unto him, see thou tell no man, but go thy way, show thyself to the priest and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. Once again, that third verse says, and Jesus put forth his hand and touched him. I want to talk today from the thought Jesus stopped by and laid his hands on me. Jesus stopped by. And laid his hands on me. At the time of our text, Jesus has just wrapped up uh, his infamous Sermon on the Mount. And there's debate as to exactly how the Sermon on the Mount transpired. Some believe that it may have all transpired in one setting. And there are some other scholars who believe that it may be uh, a, a collection of teachings that Jesus actually gave throughout his ministry on earth. But we know that he's coming down from the mountain. Verse one lets us know. Uh, verse one of chapter eight lets us know that he's coming down from this mountain where he's been gathered with many of his followers, and he has been giving some teaching. So they're on their way down from this revival on this mountaintop. And again, great multitudes are following him. Great multitudes is an old King James version, sophisticated way of saying it was a bunch of. Them. It was a bunch of folk. It was a heap of folk coming down from this mountain with Jesus. It was a multitude. And these are followers. I surmise that they wanted depth. They wanted depth. They wanted, they wanted his wisdom. They tasted his teachings. They basked in the beatitude, such as, God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for him, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Or another beatitude that Jesus taught, God blesses those who mourn, for they will be comforted. They were likely challenged as they listened to Jesus' teachings, likely challenged as he clarified, Clarified God's command, such as what we find in Matthew chapter 5, verses 27 and 28. You have heard the commandment that says you must not commit adultery. But I say anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. These persons who are following Jesus down the side of this mountain were probably wrestling with serious questions, questions that require deep, substantial, real answers. Questions such as, how do we as the people of God live as his chosen, blessed people under the dominion of a regime that does not honor him? Questions such as, when is our promised Messiah coming to liberate us from this oppression under the Roman government? They were probably wrestling with deep questions that required Deep, substantial, real answers such as, is the hate toward us ever going to end? Jesus had followers who wanted depth, unlike many followers on Twitter, Instagram, and other social media. Many of those followers are only there to get shallow information rather than truth that transforms hearts. What could they be talking about, y'all? What, what could they be talking about as they come down this mountain, as they descend down their, their way down the mountain with, with the one who is God, who's become, who's become flesh and dwelt among them? What could they be saying as they descend along with the creator of the universe, the one who hung the sun, the moon, and the stars? That they're walking alongside the one who parted red seas for Moses Nim, demolished Jericho walls for Joshua Nim, did a jail break on Sarah's womb, sent fire from heaven on Elijah's wet sacrifice. Perhaps as they descend down this mountain with, with God in the flesh, Jesus of Nazareth. Perhaps they're discussing their hopes of the advent of the Messiah and his kingdom without realizing yet that they were very well walking with the one that they were looking for. Or could they be talking about some of the same stuff we talk about? Uh, Chadwick Boseman? Just out the blue dies of cancer? My God, what is this world? coming to maybe maybe they're coming down the mountain chanting Jews lives matter maybe they're coming down the side of the mountain chanting get to the polls and vote or fill out the census and send it in who who knows what they were talking about but although there's a crowd there's a crowd of followers uh, following Jesus a leper approached him it is debated y'all it is debated as to whether or not he actually had leprosy, for there were a number of diseases, skin diseases, within the, 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 the leprosy family. Regardless, he was sick with something considered contagious and deadly. Leprosy first appears as an issue, uh, as an issue with the skin. It can seep down into your muscles and bones. It could get, it could get beneath the skin, but, but it was certainly an issue. It was certainly an issue, y'all, that that was on the skin. He was ostracized because of this issue with his skin. He was outcast and declared unclean because of this issue with his skin. These lepers had to quarantine. He, He had to live in a colony of other lepers so they would not infect anyone else. They are quarantined in their own living spaces. People were threatened the moment they looked at their skin. People who considered themselves healthy treated them like a, cer- treated them a certain way the moment they saw their skin. This dude had an issue with his skin. If he was asked why folks kept their distance from him, he'd have to respond, it's something with my skin. Do, do any of you know what it's like to be treated a certain way due to your skin? He had leprosy, a skin disease, so, so he looked like he was sick. He was treated as if he was sick, as though he were cursed. He he, he was an outcast and rendered ceremonially unclean. Whoever would come into contact with him would be rendered ceremonially unclean as well. You, You were to practice extreme social distancing from this man. Children could catch what he had too. Everyone was to stay away. Nothing could cure it. No man could help him. No doctor had any prescription that could make his leprosy go away. Chemo nor radiation could dis- could dissolve it. Hydro- crox- hydroxychloroquine would not cure it. Lysol injections would not cure it. There was no vaccine for leprosy. There had been no clinical trials for a vaccine. There were no magic pills for leprosy. Leprosy. This man would be a leper until he would die a leper. This man approached Jesus because he was sick physically, socially, and probably psychologically. When he saw Jesus, he saw a possibility of being made better. He saw in Jesus an opportunity for a miracle that would change his life forever. When he saw Jesus, something inside him prompted him to ask the master for help. In verse 2, he comes, he worships him saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. He asked y'all to be made clean. He didn't ask for healing. This reflected how he and the community saw him unclean, rather than just simply being sick. Uh, it, it, it may make us think about a child as he as he has to be made clean. It it may th- uh, call, it causes me to think of a child who comes in from playing from outside and they're told to wash their hands for dinner, and so they wipe their hands on their pants and, and start going in pots and pans to fix their plate. Uh, there 's a difference between wiping your hands on your clothes and washing them with warm and soapy water for t- at least 20 seconds. You stop them and you tell them you tell them to wash their hands. They grab some hand sanitizer after being outside climbing trees, playing basketball, catching frogs and they and, and they're ready to eat There's a difference between wiping your hands and cleansing your hands with soap and warm water for 20 seconds there's a difference between being heated and being cleansed. He wanted to be clean because he was considered defiled, filthy, contaminated, toxic, disgusting. He wanted to be made clean so he could be restored and get his social and religious privileges back. Maybe he wanted his family back. Maybe he wanted to return to that place where he could hug folk and shake hands. Some of us know what that's like. Maybe he wanted to get restored so he could get a job and work again and not have to resort to illegal hustling. Maybe he wanted to be made clean so he would be treated like a human being rather than a disgusting, filthy, filthy monster. The only people who could hang around him and not feel threatened would have been other lepers. In other words, the only people who could feel comfortable and secure in his presence were other people who were just like him. This leper came and worshiped Jesus. The text says he, he worshiped Jesus. It, 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 it may not mean that he, that he worshiped Jesus uh, from a religious standpoint in recognizing Jesus as, as a deity, but it could simply mean that he bowed down before Jesus as a sign of respect, as a sign of honor. He, he, he probably does not see Jesus as, as God in the flesh, it does not see Jesus as divine, but simply recognize in Jesus something great, something honorable. And again, y'all, worthy of respect. He praised before he uttered his plea. We ought do likewise and praise the Lord who recognize him as God in the flesh, who recognize him as king of kings and Lord of lords. We, too, ought utter a praise before we utter our plea, especially those of us who claim to follow him as his disciples. He referred to Jesus as Lord. Lord, and I know he may have meant one thing, but you and I as followers of Christ mean something altogether different when we call him Lord. We understand he is the Lord. He is Lord of lords. He is King of kings. He, Jesus, is God Almighty in the flesh. He is the fullness of God in a human body. Jesus is Lord. He is Lord over all creation. He is Lord over the weather. He he can holler at the the wind and tell it peace be still. He is Lord over the harvest. He is Lord over sickness and disease. We have in Jesus a solution to our most awful problems, hope for the hopeless. He he is a way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, and a light in the darkness. When no one else can help us, lift us, save us, or keep us, we have Jesus. When no one else can liberate us, prosper us, or give us purpose, we have Jesus. He said to the master, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. He said, Lord, if you're willing, if you're willing, you can make me clean no one else can no one else is willing no one else wants to no one else is really counting on me being restored no one else can see me as the person I once was before all of this happened no one else can see beyond the skin I'm in leprosy goes beyond what appears on the skin leprosy is a barrier between me and others me and my family me and my homeboys me and my sister circle me and my loved ones leprosy divides those who have it and those who do not. Leprosy spreads a virus of fear throughout the community. You cannot work when you have leprosy. You cannot attend family functions, weddings, birthday parties, retirement dinners, nor even do a drive-by. My man was, I bet he was even willing to tell Jesus, uh, they were going to have a drive-by for my homeboy, and he called me and told me, you bet not drive by my house. I don't want to take the chance of, of catching what you have. Don't even drive past my house with your windows up leprosy was that dangerous it was that contagious it spread fear throughout the community I imagine this man comes to Jesus because he's sick and tired of being unclean sick and tired of being treated as someone who's filthy I imagine he's sick and tired of being sick and tired I imagine him saying to himself I've got to get cleaned up I want to reconnect with society my family people I used to worship with people I used to laugh with people I used to kick it with no one else can help me but Lord if you are willing you can make me clean and Jesus that's what I want I believe that's what this leper wanted he wanted Jesus to make him he wanted Jesus to to make him make me Lord make make me make me different from what I am now make me fit into a different status a status other than being an untouchable problem Make me into a new creature. Make me and mold me into a man that's magnetic. Make me into a man who can at least be treated like I'm normal. Make me and mold me into a man who can impact and inspire his kids, nephews, nieces, church family, people in my neighborhood. Lord, if you are willing, you can make me. Make me Jesus. And that's good news right there because Jesus can make you and supernaturally undo what life has made you. Come on and talk to me. Isn't it something how life can make us untouchable, ostracized, and depressed? Isn't it intriguing how, how what we go through can make us isolated, withdrawn, feeling worthless, and sorry for ourselves? James told us in James chapter 1 to let our trials make us mature and complete, lacking nothing. Unfortunately, we sometimes allow life to make us bitter and bitter angry hopeless and out of control but Jesus is able and willing to make us over so we look like him love like him and live like him y'all this man asked Jesus make me clean make me clean and the text reveals that Jesus heard him I said Jesus heard him this man has no title we don't know his name but Jesus heard him he he heard the man he 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 heard the man he seems to be just an ordinary dude with an unfortunate situation Jesus heard him and put forth his hand I'm in verse number three and Jesus put forth his hand and touched him saying I will be thou clean and immediately his leprosy was cleansed I'm telling y'all he heard the leper although there's a crowd following him I'm sure there's all kinds of noise and chatter from the conversation and the and just the noise of walking down the side of an elevated place Jesus heard this man others may have overlooked him but Jesus saw him others may not have noticed him but Jesus noticed him he he heard the man and stood. He stopped and laid his hands on him. He didn't act as though he didn't hear him. He, he heard the man. Jesus put forth his hand. And watch this. He put forth his hand before he said a word. Before Jesus spoke, he moved. That'll be good news for somebody. Somebody who's waiting to hear the voice of the Lord give you guidance and direction. He, he, Jesus shows that sometimes he can move before he speaks he can put forth his hand before he speaks to your heart and for all of you who waiting on Jesus to say something to you in the midst of your situation while you've been calling on his name I want to encourage you to be at peace with the peace of God that surpasses all understanding because the Lord has not overlooked you the Lord has not been ignoring you the Lord has seen you the Lord has heard you the Lord has noticed you and the Lord right now if you haven't heard him yet it's because he's moving before he speaks somebody needs to declare and decree that I'm going to rest in the peace of God while I wait to hear from God believing that he's moving before he speaks somebody needs to declare that somebody needs to post that I'm waiting on God to speak to me and while I'm waiting I'm going to believe by faith that he's moving his hand before he speaks to my heart and in the meantime keep on calling him keep on trusting him keep on calling in the name of Jesus Lord I need you to make me Lord I need you to move on my behalf but while I'm waiting while I have yet to hear your voice I'm believing by faith that you're moving your hand before you speak to my heart somebody ought to say amen jesus responded to the leper he responded to the leper simply saying I will he moved his hand and then he spoke to the leper's heart he he heard the man and said I will let the Lord hear you today Jesus heard him and responded I will that same Jesus again will hear you and he is willing to clean you up if you cry out clean me Jesus he will respond I will clean me Jesus no one else can no one else is willing I cannot do it I cannot cleanse myself I cannot deliver myself, I cannot fix myself, Iyanla cannot fix me, clean me Jesus and the Lord shall respond, I will if you ask Jesus to clean your heart he will, if you ask him to clean your mind, he will anyone who calls on the name of Jesus for help will not be ignored or overlooked Psalm 66 and 20 Psalm 66 and 20 says this praise God who did not ignore my prayer over withdraw his unfailing love from me and for anyone who does not have a skin problem let me ask you something do you have a sin problem because Jesus cannot only uh, deal with skin problems, Jesus can deal with sin problems. So if you have a sin problem, I dare you to do the same thing the leper did. Call on the name of the Lord. Cry out for Jesus to cleanse you from a sin problem. Anyone who does not have Jesus as Savior and Lord has a sin problem and needs to be made clean. If you have not been saved by the grace of God, you have a sin problem and you need to be made clean but we got good news in the word of God in Titus chapter 3 verse 5 Titus 3 and 5 says he saved us not because of the righteous things we had done but because of his mercy he washed away our sins giving us a new birth and new life through the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 10 verse 13 tells us Jesus will help anyone who calls on him with a sin problem for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Jesus heard the leper hollered back at the leper. And he helped the leper. He stopped. And laid his hands on him. He stopped and laid his hands on him. He heard the leper, hollered at the leper. Then he helped the leper. That leper, listen, this leper that everyone except other lepers had to stay away from got some help. This leper who had an incurable disease, a terminal illness got some help. Jesus stopped by and laid his hands on this leper. And the Bible says he was cleansed immediately. Immediately. Somebody ought to type immediately. Somebody who needs a blessing immediately ought to holler immediately. Someone who knows that God is able to move immediately ought to type immediately. Anybody who knows he's able to turn things around immediately. Come on and bear witness. Just type in the comments immediately. He was cleansed immediately. There are some miracles that can work immediately. God is able to do a work in your life and turn things around immediately. There is a cloud of witnesses who can testify that God can deliver from addiction immediately. Others can rejoice in how God dissolved tumors immediately. Devils can be cast out immediately. Jesus cleanses us from sin immediately. Once you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are cleansed from sin immediately. Admit you're a sinner. Believe Jesus is the Son of God and that He died for you. Confess Jesus as Lord and you shall be saved immediately. For his blood can wash away your sins immediately. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Jesus can save, deliver, heal, and cleanse immediately that's why second corinthians 5 17 says if any man be in christ he is a new creature all things are passed away behold all things are become new jesus did a work in the man immediately he didn't he didn't look the same immediately he looked different you could look at the man and you could see a difference as soon as you looked at him You didn't see what you used to see. You could walk up to him and no longer feel threatened. He was no longer a threat to your well-being like he used to be. He was no longer a threat to your life like he used to be. You had to keep six feet away from him before Jesus touched him, but not anymore. He had to holler unclean, unclean if he was coming anywhere near you but not anymore. It was risky being around this guy, but not anymore. He is no longer a barrier in his community. He can now serve as a bridge of unity in his community. Jesus done touched him and he is no longer a threat and may Jesus cleanse America so the black man is no longer perceived as a threat the moment people look at us. Jesus cleansed the man. Some people will not get past his past. They'll still call him a leper. But the truth is, he's not a leper anymore. Jesus stopped by and laid his hands on him some people are going to be suspicious as to whether he actually tested negative after being positive for so long but the truth is he's not a leper anymore jesus stopped by and laid his hands on him has jesus ever done that for you i I wonder if anybody can bear witness the lord has done that for me before he has stopped by and laid his hands on me and changed my life immediately can anybody bear witness that he's cleaned me up he's picked me up and turned me around placed me my feet on solid ground and put some put some not anymore in your life not not anymore has God put some not anymore in your life not addicted anymore not stripping anymore not selling drugs anymore not feeling sorry for yourself anymore not on your way to hell anymore not bound by sin anymore not bound by the power and penalty of sin anymore no longer on your way to hell anymore not in a living hell anymore are people still calling you what they used to call you before the Lord got a hold of you folk can call you whatever you used to be but if Jesus has put some not anymore in your life if he has stopped by and laid his hands on you you have been cleansed folk can look at you and see that you've been changed you ought to be able to look at your hands and see that they look new look at your feet and say that they do too because when God cleanses you he changes you. Can anybody bear witness today? That's what the Lord Jesus is willing and able to do for anyone who is sick and tired of being unclean. He can cleanse from the devil's filth immediately but there is, there is, there is a process of growth to to follow the miracle after the miracle has transpired. Jesus gave the man a miracle that happened immediately but he also gave Gave him a process to follow now that the miracle has transpired. Look at verse number four. We're going to wrap this up. Verse four Jesus says to him, See thou tell no man, but go thy way, show thyself to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. He was to keep the miracle to himself. Jesus didn't want to be rushed by man into his God-ordained destiny. He was to follow the protocol established in the Old Testament. He had to go to see the priest and be validated clean. Now this leper, y'all, this leper was healed in Galilee. What we read in Matthew chapter 8 happens in Galilee. He had to go and show himself to the priest. The nearest priest would be in Jerusalem, which was around 40 to 50 miles away. He had to, listen, he had to make himself He had to make himself available to the priest. The priest would have to declare that he had tested negative for leprosy. And then he could give the prescribed offering. He was given a process that aligned with the Old Testament law. A process that aligned with the word and the will of God. Your miracle may come immediately, but it will still require a process afterward. Jesus can cleanse you for free, but living clean will cost you. Your miracle will come with a process attached It's similar to a young man who's buying his first used car. He's elated because he can afford the monthly payment but he has no clue about how much it will cost to put new tires on the car get a new compressor for the AC or get his transmission rebuilt he's elated about his car that he got immediately but has no clue as to what it'll take to maintain this car that he now has this car for which he is now responsible Jesus can cleanse you for free but living clean will cost you miracles sometimes come with a process attached a process where you got to get in God's word miracles can happen but it may come with a process attached cling to the one who cleansed you that's part of the process keep worshiping him after you've gotten what you want that's part of the process make worship a part of your lifestyle your lifestyle listen is part of the process that comes after what you've received from the Lord immediately your miracle will come with a process again Jesus can cleanse you for free but living clean will cost you and so I just want to raise another question and I'm done I'm done after I ask y'all how would this man's story have ended if he had not approached Jesus and asked to be cleansed how would this man's story have ended if he had not mustered the courage to approach Jesus and ask him Lord if you're willing you can make me clean how would his story have ended if he had not come to the healer who's able to heal any manner of disease and ask him Lord cleanse me I tell you how it would have happened he would have stayed the same he probably would have kept on thinking the same he probably would have stayed in the same colony of lepers he probably would have kept on until he died a leper he but the good news is he came to Jesus just As he was, weary, wounded, and sad, but he found in him a resting place And the Lord has made him glad. I want you to know today that your story can change. How your story ends can change today. How your story ends can change immediately. If you just come to Jesus, cry out, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I see you as the only one who can help me. I see you as the only one who can cleanse me. I see you as the only one who's able and the only one who's willing to turn my situation around. I cannot do it. Doctors cannot do it. The World Health Organization cannot do it. The CDC cannot do it. The White House cannot do it. But Lord, if you're willing, you can turn my situation around. Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. Can I get a witness here? And I want to close by telling somebody that he's willing to clean you up. He's willing to cleanse your mind. He's willing to cleanse your heart. He's willing to cleanse your life. I know he's willing. I know he's able because I read it in the word. He did it for this leper. But can I be real personal with you? I know that he's able because he's done it for me. One day when I was lost, Jesus died upon the cross and I know it was the blood. I said it was the blood for me. Can I get a witness here? Is there anybody able? able to testify that before I came to Jesus I was filthy I was nasty I was low down I was disgusting but ever since I came to Jesus he's done a work in my mind he's done a work in my heart and it ain't been easy walking with Jesus but it sure has paid off is there anybody here who can testify that every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before And if you call him, he will answer. If you call him, he will come in close. If you call him, he'll stop by and lay his hands on you. And I just got to ask somebody, is that the reason why you can't help but serve him? Is that the reason why you can't help but give him glory? Because one day he stopped by and laid his hands on you. Is that the reason why? You still have joy In the midst of this pandemic Is that the reason why You still have hope Hope for tomorrow Because one day Jesus stopped by And laid his hands on you Is that the reason why You're still here Your leprosy didn't take you out That cancer didn't take you out. That heart attack didn't take you out. That sickness or disease didn't take you out. Because one day Jesus stopped by, laid his hands on you. Can I get in your business real quick? Can I get real nosy? Where were you when Jesus stopped by? Were you in the crack house? Were you at the drug dealer's house? Were you stripping at the strip club? Where were you when the Lord stepped by, stopped by? Were you in the bottom of of the bottom of depression were you sitting sitting deep in sin where were you when the Lord stopped by and laid his hands on you because if the truth is told not only will he move in Galilee he'll move in depression he'll move in drug addiction he'll move in suicidal tendencies he'll move in sexual identity crisis he'll move in sin and stop by and lay his hands on you Won't he do it? I said, won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't God do it? Shout yes. Type yes. Claim it yes. Give him glory. Amen. 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 That's why I have joy. That's why I still have a praise. That's why I can still shout and give him glory. Because one day he stopped by, laid his hands on me. Change my life forever. Clean me up. But he's still working on me. I'm still in the process. Trying to align my life with his word. I want to encourage somebody today. Wherever you are. Whatever you're facing. Whatever you're struggling with. Wherever you find yourself. Jesus will stop by. Right there. He'll lay his hands on you. He'll lay his hands on you. He will lay his hands on you. You don't need a title. You don't have to be someone prestigious. You don't have to be someone notable or, or very important. Jesus will stop by. He'll lay his hands on you. This has been Dr. David Anthony Clark of the Union Grove Missionary Baptist Church of Warner Robins, Georgia. We thank you for listening. If you're ever in the Middle Georgia area, please worship with us. On the behalf of Dr. Clark and the Union Grove family, thank you for listening.